Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Current Podcast, live from the beautiful Beachview Business District here at Sorgatron Media. Um, we have a great show today, and we've had a pretty good week also. Um, we want to thank everyone um, who, for coming out to our birthday bash last week um, that was near uh, the Flashlight Factory, but was actually on the Netflix set for the new, uh, for the new Denzel Washington movie because we... Uh, had some occupancy permit <laughs> issues at the last. Yeah, it was uh, it was, and I was in Denver because I was at a conference. Um, yeah, so um, but I also want to thank um, Bethany and Serenity and everyone on our staff who pulled this out of our collective butts at the very very last minute and and really made a nice party um, to celebrate our one year. Um, and coming Tuesday will be our one year anniversary birthday issue we're gonna recount some of the great moments of the best year ever even though it was our first year ever um but uh yeah we're we're pretty excited about that and you can also catch the current issue you've got a few more days to get the current issue of the pittsburgh current on newsstands racks and boxes um so my guest today um and i some people don't like to admit that they're fans of uh reality tv but i love reality tv especially mainly competition reality TV. Um, and our guest today uh, is just coming off a stint on MasterChef, where he was one of, uh, he'll tell us the number in a second, Michael Silverstein, <laughs> Stanton Heights MasterChef contestant. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot. Happy now, to be here. Great to have you. So you were, um, so we were talking a little bit before. The process for these shows is, yeah. especially this show at least, is a, is a pretty long process. So tell us a little bit about how you, yeah, how you decided to get involved, and then what that was, what the whole startup was like for that. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, we all see what we see on on TV. You know, the reality, uh, you know, the finished episodes. But it's unbelievable what goes into this before you know we even start filming episode yeah. one. Um, you know, I started this process almost a year ago. So we're talking about, you know, basically 10 months right. um, of effort and work and time that's going into this, uh, really with no idea what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> right. So um, in September, I had my first um, audition in New York. Um, I was called out to New York uh, to meet with one of Gordon Ramsay's chefs and cook a dish and meet with producers. Um, I guess they had seen um, some of my work on Instagram and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So um you know, I flew out to New York in September, um, and you know that's really when things started rolling. They asked me to stay in New York, and the process kind of kept going on and on for a while. Um, I had to do everything, you know, from uh, culinary testing, uh, you know, camera testing. I mean, yeah. it was an intense process. So, um, you know, we're talking. I think they said twenty thousand people, something like that, wow. tried out for the season. Um, and then uh, it just kind of, you know, the field got smaller and smaller um, until. Episode one, which started with 36, um, and I made it into the top 16. Wow. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm good with it. 20,000 yeah. 20, to 16? Yeah. yeah. I'm good with it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really yeah. awesome. Um, and so how did you – was it um, – so you've always been a home – but you've always been a home cook, correct? Yeah. But some people, even people in your life didn't know that you – cooked right is that i read that somewhere yeah, it's in one funny of stories. Yeah. <laughs> including actually a lot of a lot of very close people in my life my family my mom um i mean cooking for me was 
was a personal thing. I, mm-hmm. I did it at home, but I took it very seriously. I guess you could say it was a, it was a really intense hobby for me. Right. Um, uh, I guess it was just something I never felt the need to really show off mm-hmm. or, you know, it's just not me to, to kind of make a big show out of right. things. Ironic that I was just on a reality TV show and I'm <laughs> right. saying that, but <laughs> it's just true. I'm, I'm actually a pretty introverted person. I'm, I'm really uh, not interested in, in, you know, in fame or, or I don't know. It's, it's just not who I am. And yeah. I think that, uh, you know, doing this show was a way to kind of just push myself uh, into something totally different. Just, I don't know, just be crazy for a minute and try something new. Um, I didn't expect to make it past that first round. So, um, you know, I've never been on TV. I've never done camera work. I didn't even like my picture taken, you know, before this all started. I still really don't. So um, I think this has just kind of been a fun experience in in being out of my comfort zone, you know, for sure. Absolutely. Um, But uh, it was kind of funny. I, I had this Instagram account with I don't know, it was like eight or 10,000 people at that time. And people in my life started watching the show and, and, and they're figuring out this Instagram. I'm like, how do you have, you know, <laughs> you know, a, a five figure following right. and your best friends and family right. don't even know about it. it it's sort of funny. But so it how was, is that? How did that happen? Do you think? You know, I, so how the Instagram thing started, I guess, first, I, I mean, guess the food. Um, yeah. So my focus is keto, which is new in my life. I've been cooking, yeah. you know, forever, but um I, I I was I was really overweight. I was unhappy and decided to make a change. Everybody's talking about keto, so I'm like, all right, I'll give it a try. Basically, you're cutting out carbs, no sugar, mm-hmm. no bread, you know. Um, but honestly, <laughs> uh, for what I thought was going to be a fad diet, it really worked for me. Yeah. Um, I started shedding weight really quickly, and I got really into uh, almost challenging myself. Can I make diet food just as delicious as what I was doing right. before? That kind of became this interesting. Um, personal challenge. And I started posting what I was making at home. And, you know, I guess people responded well, um, because uh, I don't know, I guess there's not a lot of context for elevated, you know, diet food or whatever yeah. you want. I, I hate using that word, right? Because um, it's a scary word. And, it right. just, you know, I hate using that word, but it, it's a reality. Yeah, um, for me. And, um, you know, so I started growing this following and trying to make, you know, very plated, elegant, food that fit within this gluten-free, sugar-free structure. Mm-hmm. And people responded well. So I, I kept going. And um, on the show, you know, we're often given uh, an assignment of what we're cooking. Right. Um, so, it, you know, I wasn't always able to cook within my uh, creative realm on right. the show. Although a few times I was. Um, other times, like they asked us to make this apple tart uh, dessert. Um And, you know, obviously loaded in sugar and caramel and all this stuff. Ironically, you know, the guy who cooks without sugar won that challenge. So uh, (laughs) I was kind of proud of that moment uh, just because, you know, it's funny to me that, you know, all the all the bakers got out out baked by the keto guy. (laughs) But um, no, it was cool. And and I think it's something that I want to keep pushing now. I just started um, my YouTube channel and put out my first uh, video this week for the crab cakes I made that that got me onto the show. Mm. Um, and, and they're keto, but they're also just delicious crab yeah. cakes. So I think that's kind of what I'm trying to continue talking about right. and communicating to people that you can eat really freaking well, right. um, and be healthy at the same time. So Absolutely. With, it's a, it's a tough balance cause I don't want to be preachy or, yeah. you know, have an agenda, but it's just, that's genuinely how I live and how I cook at this point. Absolutely. Um, so you, if I, again, I hate to like, 
in case somebody got, although this is my reporter, so I'm sure she got great information, but it was your fiance who suggested that you apply? Yeah. Like I said, I, I never wanted this. I mean, I never yeah. really saw myself as somebody that would be, I don't know, uh, yeah. meant for TV, I guess you yeah. could say. And I still almost feel like that. Uh, my fiance, uh, well, we watched the show. So mm-hmm. last, last season we were watching the show and um, it kind of popped up this little uh, blurb, you know, yeah, yeah. we're coming to cities near you. Right. And I'm like, you know, I, did, I literally ignored it. Um, and he said, you know, Mike, you, you should do it. Your food yeah. is better than these people. Right. I, I know what you cook. Yeah. You should do it. Like, do what? Like, are, are you crazy? Right. You know, I, I don't even, <laughs> please, this is so far uh, from somewhere I belong. Um, but sort of as a funny joke, we were, it was actually my birthday. Uh, we were kind of joking, having some drinks, and we sent in a very simple uh, application yeah. that's basically just your name and your link to your mm-hmm. social media. Very, very simple stuff. Um, uh, I forgot about it. I mean, honestly, it was kind of a joke. Uh, a couple of weeks later, I get the phone call to come to New York. Wow. So, you know, and at that point, you don't say no. Right. Um, I remember that that first day uh, I was in Times Square and I was standing outside of the hotel Shaking, actually shaking wow. with nerves because, you know, this is just not me. Um, and, you know, to some extent, now looking back on it, maybe it helped me a little bit because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think a lot of people that try out for these shows um, just want to be on TV. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that people could tell from watching this season that, you know, I feel like I was really authentic the whole time. Yeah. Uh, it's really easy to get caught up in this reality TV um, mindset, you know, just being loud and, um, you know, calling for attention. Um, and, and that's, I think what a lot of people started to think about, um, who were in auditions and stuff, you know, um, what they thought the show would want. And for me, I had no choice, but to just be myself. And I I think in this case it worked and I'm really proud of the fact that I really was me. Um, I never, you know, I never screamed and shouted and got really nasty or, you know, and that's who I am. I'm, I'm actually a pretty calm guy. Uh, you know, I, I thought that uh, that was something that I was really proud of, that I kept my integrity and, um, you know, and just did the best I could. I went there to cook. I didn't go there yeah. for, you know, for airtime. Yeah. Did you get the feeling that, um, did you get the feeling that some people were there to sort of make an impression, not necessarily, but, you know, as like a personality, maybe not necessarily as a as a cook or a chef, you know, not in not in the actual group that made it. it it's hard to say. Um, you know, out of the thousands of people, I, right. I really didn't interact with that many. But um, I think, in general, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And you know, you can't help but sit there and uh, you know coach yourself as mm-hmm. to what you think is going to get you through the next audition. And uh, for me, since I had no idea, I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna just gonna cook yeah um and i think that it worked for me because uh you know i did cook yeah and i think mo- up until the day i got eliminated i had been you know pretty much at the top of every single right. episode and i'd done really well i had won several rounds and um you know i think that's because i was just there to, to cook and i think for a lot of people it was easy to, to get caught up in the cameras right in you know the production and you know i think ultimately um, that doesn't really serve well. Did, um, so look at that. I was going to ask you about the, um, 
So you did. So you 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 want. What are some dishes that you were that you cooked that you were that you were proud of or really happy with? Or winning dishes that obviously the pie because you know yeah the pie <laughs> screw you sugar eaters the pie was a good one. Um, <laughs> there was a cool challenge where they they brought in a guest judge uh, from Brazil and we had to we had a very limited set of ingredients to choose from, but we made a Latin inspired dish, um, and I had a good time with it. Uh, yeah. It was like a you know kind of inspired by a trip I took. Um, in the uh, coast, the, the the west coast of Mexico in Baja, um, and I did like a grilled corn with a um, you know a, a cactus pear and passion fruit mm-hmm. salsa and this avocado mousse uh, and these crispy tortilla you know sort of uh, straws. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really impressed the judges. I was kind of impressed with myself on that one because <laughs> you know it was one of those mystery boxes. Oh so right, yeah. I had no planning time. You know, I think it was forty five minutes maybe. Um, and I, I thought it was a good dish. I was pretty yeah. proud of that one. And it's something I hope to kind of recreate. Uh, so the, so the, cooking, the cooking times are, if, if they say you're cooking for 45 minutes, I'm watching you. You're cooking for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's not. Oh yeah. Um, it's reality TV, but yeah. I'll tell you the cooking is real. Yeah. Um, it, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it's cooking in your house for 45 minutes. You can pull it off. Right. What's challenging, uh, is that you're cooking. Um, you're also doing interviews and you know, the cameras yeah. are in front of you. Uh, Gordon Ramsay screaming in your face. Sometimes you have these group <laughs> challenges and you're trying to work yeah. together with people that you barely know. I mean, it's, it's not just the cooking, but the environment mm-hmm. is freaking crazy. Um, and also, you, you know, there's this constant um, cloud over you of like, don't fuck it up. You know, uh, <laughs> This is your shot, you know, yeah. like you've worked now for eight, nine, ten months at this. Um, and not only if you screw up, could you go home, but, um, you know, you're screwing up in front of everybody, you know, right. <laughs> uh, and the few million people watching. Yeah. So pressure, man, the, the pressure got to a lot of us. Yeah. Um, and I think that was ultimately what sent me home on my last episode, uh, episode nine, um, the pressure. It's tough. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> give me 45 minutes at home in my kitchen with a couple of friends. Right. I'll nail it. So your, but, your, your last, your last challenge, that was a, it was a group challenge. And were you the, was. were you the, 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 the team leader? So the, yeah, it was a double chef. episode. I was the group mm. captain, um, for half of the uh, cast. So I was the captain. I had been, they had made basically the two of us that were in the top, right. Uh, us both captains, one guy, Nick and me, um, my team lost, and then I was sent into an elimination round where I did a uh, a partner challenge. Mm-hmm. So it was me and and one lady, Liz, um, cooking against six other pairs, right. uh, three other pairs, gotcha. six other people, um, and it was tight. I mean, to be honest, none of us uh, did very well. <laughs> like I said, the, the the pressure's tough. They actually asked us to cook uh, seven dishes in um, an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, and we could only cook. It was a tag team. So, right. um, I know you guys are, are wrestling for guys, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of us was cooking at a time right. every 10 minutes we, we tapped out and switched. So, you know, cooking seven dishes where you only, you know, have half of the time to cook right. is tough. Um, you're basically relying on somebody else with your fate. Right. Um, and it's tough. I, I think the group challenges were the hardest for me, um, because I've never worked in an environment where I cooked with other people, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't my strongest part, you know, trying to uh, 
collaborate. Uh, when I cooked by myself, pretty much every time I was at the top. When yeah. I cooked with a group, I pretty much lost every time. <laughs> so, hey, something I kind of remember, right. uh, you know, about this that maybe I don't work so well with other people. <laughs> with other, doesn't play well with others. <laughs> Screw it. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I did get eliminated on episode nine um, with Liz. Uh, our seven dishes did not. Although we finished. We were actually the only group that finished every element. It finished seven? Wow. Um, we finished all seven and the sauces and everything. But uh, that was kind of our downfall as well. Um <laughs> Because we uh, we rushed to get the seven dishes right. done, and in turn made a plethora of mistakes. <laughs> so um, yeah, I went home. It's funny. I I thought going <laughs> home was going to be this like embarrassing moment. You know, I don't know. Like I said, you're in your head about all yeah. this stuff. Um, and I'll tell you, I I don't think I I slept so well in months than the <laughs> night after my elimination. It's you know, and not because look, the experience was unbelievable. Um, the best thing I've ever done in my life. But the pressure, it was sort of nice to just finally be able to be uh, right. Yeah. You know, just me. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think that, that was that was an interesting experience right. that I had built up in my head, this disaster of right. failing in front of my, my whole world. Um, and then... Actually, it was a fantastic experience. My friends yeah. came over. We lit off fireworks and popped champagne. And <laughs> we celebrated. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's still it's yeah. still freaking cool, man. Yeah. Like it, it's still awesome. So, so did you did you watch uh, each week with a, yeah. a group or and have a little? And, yeah, yeah. So, so everybody did, there was wondering: is this the week? Film yeah. um, the season. So we all of us cast were home uh, to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have all my friends come over every week. We all, you know, I cooked every time and, yeah. and made, you know, made food and, and, uh, you should have had it catered in. That just I know. Been funny. Actually one night I was like, I can't do it. I ordered pizza. The master chef's ordering in pizza, but, um, man, it was a blast. My friends are awesome there. You know, it was, yeah. it was a fun time. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the part I'll kind of miss having everybody over every mm-hmm. week, but, um, it's cool. Last night actually was another episode. I think tonight as well. And it was so funny to just be there kind of by myself, just as, as a nobody, you know, just as like, right. you know, just a spectator yeah. um, and, and watched, you know, watch the blood spill yeah. uh, and have nothing to do with it. Um, right. It was actually really, really enjoyable. If you, um, obviously, if you, if you couldn't win, obviously, were you, were you kind of, again, like you said, you, it was just, it was a relief in a way. But would you have rather gone farther, or if you're not if you're not going to win, would you have rather maybe um, had an earlier exit? That's a good question. If I knew I wasn't going to win, right? Uh, would I want to go further? That's a good <laughs> question. Um, you know, it's tough. You're you're away from your family. Yeah. Um, you're isolated. You're working 15, 16 hours a day, six days a week. The filming process is brutal. Mm-hmm. Um. But I still think I, I, I would want to stay as long as possible. First of all, I'm not really somebody to, to half-ass anything right. or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, it's so cool. You know, you're on set. You're interacting yeah. with, you know, these celebrity chefs. You're, um, I don't know, the, the lights, the cameras. It's it's exciting. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, and, they you know, they took us to some off-site locations and, um, and all that. I know the, the last... Uh, group got flown to london wow um so yeah that would have been cool yeah it would have been nice yeah, right? that, yeah. that would have been a bad thing to get flown to london <laughs> um yeah I, I i i certainly wish i lasted longer sure 
Um, but yeah, like I said, there's a there's a strange relief as well to to being done and being a nobody again. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Pittsburgh Current Podcast. We are always somebody, Mike Sorg. You know that. We're always somebody. Here at the Pittsburgh Current Podcast, we're here with Michael Silverstein. Uh, recent eliminee. eliminee yeah, yeah, from uh, <laughs> Master Chef, but still um, uh, had, a, had a great showing. So Absolutely. I wanted to ask you, this is actually one of my, one of my pet peeves about um, competition shows is like you did, you did the challenge, you did all seven dishes. It's just like, you know, when you watch chopped and somebody leaves an ingredient off, but then they get through because everything else was okay. I always feel like, you know, that's a little bit of a disservice to the person who actually managed to to complete. And what was the theme of that? Were the seven dishes, what were they themed? It was, um, it was like, uh, hors d'oeuvres from around the world. So, um, tacos, not hors d'oeuvres, but right. party food, I think yeah. it was. So it was party food from around the world. So it was tacos, spring rolls, dumplings, um, you know, a bunch of stuff from, you know, stuff like that, but all made from scratch. I mean, down to the tortillas, down to the, you know, everything from scratch, each with sauces and and all this stuff, uh, dipping sauces and stuff. So it, it was, um, it was an intense challenge. We also had to ma- invent one more country's dish of our choosing. So they assigned us six uh, six of the dishes. And then we had to, uh, come up with a seventh on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- to your point, um, <laughs> I don't disagree. Right. Uh, I think that it should have been a factor. Right. Um, there are people who got through who didn't even come close to finishing. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm not talking shit. I love, I love right. everybody. We, we all no, got very close shit, by this part. Yeah. A little bit of it. It's reality TV. <laughs> it is. But, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've noticed, uh, online and, you know, on Reddit and stuff, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of people who agree with you. Yeah. Um, I've gotten a lot of positive right. response, uh, for me personally, I can say that a lot of people who watched felt like I shouldn't have gone home. Right. Um, you know, great. It's done, <laughs> but I can't say it doesn't yeah. feel nice sure. to have the support of a lot of the audience. Um, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it sucked. It yeah. was frustrating. It was interesting. I didn't think I was going home when we finished and I looked at my platter of these seven dishes. Right. Me and Liz were like, Oh shit, we pulled this off. Yeah. Like, we realized you were this the looked only awesome. One, right. And I still think if you watch the footage, our plate looked probably the best. Right. Um, there was technical issues once they got into it. The fish on the tacos was, was undercooked and stuff like that. So, you know, I take responsibility for that. I'm not saying, um, you know, we, we got what we, right, right. what we got. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, I guess there's a little bit of uh, saltiness that, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that, that we got yeah. sent home. And I, I thought we did pretty well. Yeah, we're looking uh, right now at the uh... – picture or you looked a second ago at the picture of um of uh, you and liz there uh, during the elimination oh, um, yeah. no happy fa- no happy faces there no no when, when we finished cooking there was big hugs we thought yeah. we nailed it yeah uh oops i guess not but, <laughs> well know. that's the other thing too is i always think like you said you were on top and and doing well and and i, I think i kind of understand that you can't you know um a lot of times in these shows past performances doesn't matter at that moment it's what you do in that challenge right Still, I always think like in the back of my head sometimes that, you know, right. well, you got to think if it's between me and somebody who, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, watching the season now, um, 
you know, I, I know all of the, uh, the cast so well. Um, earlier on in the audition process, obviously when there's hundreds, thousands, no, mm-hmm. but especially the 20 of us who um, got our aprons and really started filming a lot together. We were, we were basically living together. I mean, we got really yeah. close and we were together for months. Um, and, uh, I got a sense of a few people that I was really blown away by their, their skill, their, their cooking really impressed me. Um, and I think some of them, and I I can't name names obviously, but I think some of them, it's going to be painful to see them go home because I know how good they are. Right. Um, but like you're saying, that's not really factored in. It's, right. it's what you do at that moment. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it, it hurts a little bit. And I think I'd like to think, um, you know, without sounding like a jerk, I'd like to think that um, I was a pretty good contender. Yeah. Um, Gordon, I think Aron as well said that they all thought that I was going to be an easy top 10. Um, you know, it, it, it sucks, but it's, it's the game. Yeah. You know, it's the Absolutely. game and you've, in other sports, you'll see that too in tournament style sport, you know, one, one mistake, it right. doesn't matter if you're the best poker yeah. player in the world, <laughs> right? You get the wrong hand. Yeah. Um, and you know, I guess that's just a reality. Like I said, I, I've made peace with it. I'm, yeah. you know, I don't have resentment or, you know, I, I take responsibility for the, the flaws in that last dish mm-hmm. and stuff, but, um, I wish I had a little bit more chance to show, mm-hmm. um, what I can do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd like to think that I was top 10 material, um, but I guess we'll never know. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, Gordon Ramsay is, is one of the, I mean, forget chef. I mean, it's just one of the most recognizable celebrities yeah. uh, that we have today. He's and also um, rich as hell. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very successful guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've eaten uh, in some of his restaurants in Vegas. Always yeah, yeah, yeah. experiences and stuff. Um, so what, what was it, what was it like with, um, what was it like meeting the judges and did you get starstruck for a minute or is there time <laughs> to get starstruck at all? <laughs> that's a that's a funny question because uh gordon especially has a, a particular presence um first of all he's huge yeah. i'm a big guy but gordon towers over me and he's got this huge head <laughs> he's like this big haircut uh so the, he fills the room physically um but also you know um in other ways he's just so big yeah um the first time we met him, he sort of walked out the doors and the room just kind of shuddered, right. so to speak. Um, these judges are are unbelievable. Most of Gordon's stuff, uh, in general, actually, I don't even want to say most, all of the cooking demos that he did, mm-hmm. all of the, you know, the judgments, it's one take. Um, you know, there was an episode where he, he, he cut up, broke down a chicken blindfolded. Mm-hmm. One take. Holy cow. Straight through. Um you know, the, the guy, all three of the judges are unbelievable. I got to spend a day with Joe Bastianich at his famous restaurant in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, learn from his executive chefs and stuff. I mean, these these guys are real deal. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you can't help but be a little starstruck. You can't help but be a little intimidated. Um, but, you know, like you kind of said, when, when you're in the midst of 45 yeah. minutes to cook, you're just thinking about your food. You're watching your pots and pans. <laughs> right. Uh, I, you know, you kind of lose track of what's going on around you. Yeah. It's also kind of a funny part about watching the show is I was there on the floor cooking and I'm seeing this footage now home 
of all this other drama that was right. going on around me that I, I was oblivious to. Oh, yeah, you to. have no, no idea. No huh? idea. There's people getting like their food thrown at the walls. And <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. And I'm just like, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, because, you know, tunnel vision for sure. You don't have a choice. But yeah, the judges are awesome. Gordon um, has a, he's tough. I mean, you see that personality right. on, on TV and stuff. Um, and I, I, I can't, I can't say that he's much different in real life. He's tough. He mm-hmm. really does hold us to a really high standard, especially in the kitchen. Outside of that, he's a tremendous guy. Um, the, last week when I got sent home, mm-hmm. he sent me a, a direct message personally. Wow. Um, that, you know, like a paragraph just, you know, uh, totally in support, totally positive, right. uh, personal note and, I think that shows a lot about him. I, I'm sure he's yeah. got enough things to do than worry about me. Um, and uh, I think that really left me with this particularly um, fond yeah. memory of him that, that he took the time um, to send me a note, yeah. you know, just to say that, you know, he, he thought I was going to be in the top 10 and, and he has my support and, um, I don't know. I, I think they're great guys. Aaron yeah. Sanchez too, huge heart. So I love the judges. I, I I hope they'll continue to stay in touch. But I'm sure you know they yeah. got other things to do. <laughs> was Joe Bastianich? Was he? Is he? Is he a sort of hard and dickish in person? As he <laughs> sometimes appears on TV. You know, off camera, obviously he warmed up. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but I will say that <laughs> the judges are a lot more like you see them on TV in real life. Yeah. Um, they're not acting and they're right. not actors. Right. Um, I, I think that they're, they're tough and, um, you know, they, they, they don't need to waste time with niceties, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but they do care a lot. Yeah. yeah. Did you get much, did you get much mentoring or, 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 you know, like I know when you're cooking, they come up, maybe they'll talk to you here and there, but yeah. Do you get much from them in terms of they're no, there to judge? They're there to judge. Um, you know, there was actually very little, um, little to no off camera training. We yeah. had to come prepared. Um, and we knew that there wasn't classes. I know a lot of people think with these shows that, you know, you see from episode one mm-hmm. to the finale, you'll see an amazing uh, progression. It, mm-hmm. it seems like everyone does better. And, and people assume that we're getting training, we're getting coaching. Right. The truth is everybody in that top 20 group, even in the top 40, you know, we are all very competent. Yeah. The environment, as I was explaining earlier, is so challenging that I think it doesn't show our best in the beginning. By the time you film more and more episodes, mm-hmm. you really become tuned in to how to accomplish what you're trying to do in that time period. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. We do get that live coaching and that does factor sure. in a lot, but it's, it's getting comfortable in that high stress, mm-hmm. high pressure environment that by the end, I think you're really able to shine. Um, and, and I think that's, what's really cool to watch that transformation. Mm-hmm. But um, if you didn't come prepared, you were, you were, you know, SOL because, right. right. Um, you know, that, this was really, uh, you know, a test of our culinary skill. And that's why for months leading up to, even before I knew for a fact, if I was, if I was getting into the, right. to the, to the um, next round or the next round, I was training and I figured it's good knowledge anyway, but I probably 
you know, butchered 20 chickens at home, right. and 10 fish. Right. And, um, you know, I, I had a list of desserts and, you know, my friends loved me for a few months. Let me just tell you that <laughs> they were just getting ridiculous food like every yeah. night. So, uh, yeah, I did a lot of training at home, um, and a lot of practice that, um, you know, ultimately it's just great knowledge mm-hmm. to have. So yeah, you have to show up. Prepared. Yeah. Um, so, so like, you know, there's no, like, some, like, so you really have to, you really have to school yourself as well on yeah. various techniques and styles. Totally. And, and I mean, that's, totally. you know, I mean, I would assume that, you know, especially like when they talk about, they always, always seems to, they seem to throw me when they talk about a sauce that I'm like, I've never heard of. I'm like, I don't right. know. I don't know what that process is. And you know, yeah. somebody who went to culinary school, someone who's potentially a chef would, would I mean, not potentially would know that, would but know all of that. Yeah. But yeah. So you have to, I mean, did you sort of, did you study up as well as cook? Yeah. Very intensely. Yeah. Um, you know, we are home cooks, but we are all very serious about our sure. cooking. A lot of it I knew. Like, like I've been into food for a long time. So, um, and I'm kind of a nerd. So I, I've spent, you know, over the last 10 <laughs> right. years watching countless YouTube videos and nerding out for yeah. hours on YouTube, learning, you know, the French sauces and stuff. I've done that anyway. But um, the months, as I said, the months leading up to the show, uh, I uh, I lived uh, in my books and my, in my YouTube wow. and, yeah. uh, studying and practicing, you know, practicing poaching eggs and, and hollandaise, like anything you can think of all the French techniques, all the, you know, the cutting techniques. And, um, uh, like I said, baking desserts, really whatever you can think of. I memorized like all the cooking temperatures to get like the perfect, you know, on every single mm-hmm. cut of meat, um, on every single animal and you right. know, all of that stuff, how, you know, what fish you keep the skin on and what, like anything you can think right. of, I was studying it. And, um, and, and, and that's, like I said, I, I didn't even know it through those studies if I would even make it on the show. I figured it was still right. You know, good knowledge, but it was really, uh, costly to be honest, to be cooking that much, um, and buying nice ingredients and stuff. Right. It was also really time consuming. So I know for a lot of us, um, who have jobs and lives, right. this was a challenge. Um, that in Absolutely. itself was yeah. a challenge and a strain on our life. Um, and again, that's why when it all kind of, when the book closed, there was a certain <laughs> sense of relief because right. for, you know, the better part of a year, um, I was immersed in this. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was nice to kind of, especially last night for the first time, just kick my feet up and, uh, <laughs> And just be a spectator. Absolutely. Yeah. You are spectating. See, you've been good at the uh, at the at the segues. <laughs> you are now spectating the Pittsburgh Current Podcast. We are wrapping up our conversation with Michael Silverstein, Master Chef contestant. Um, so before you got in, as you said, you you this took a huge chunk of your life. You uh, work in real estate and architecture, do. is that correct? So you had to walk away from that at least on some level for, sure. for quite a period of time. Yeah, for so, sure. So talk about that decision that you had to make, but then also let's talk about what you plan to do for the future. Are you going back to that? Do you plan to do something in food? Or? <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh, well, backing up. Yeah. I, I, I had to take a huge step back. I've been working for years on building my real estate right. business. Um, I flip houses. Fortunately, I have an incredible business partner who, um, supported me. He drove with me to New York for the first audition. I mean, not only is it my business partner, but he's one of my best buddies, Yeah, but, um, the people in my life really stepped up mm-hmm. and that is something that will always kind of mean a lot to me. Um, they, they, they set me up to, to be able to focus on this. 
Um, and uh, that's a huge, you know, so again, that's something I really appreciate. But, um, you know, now with this uh, and my my audience certainly has grown, um, I think I am going to be taking a step back. I, yeah. I haven't bought any new property and don't plan to. I'm, I'm thinking of taking the next year or so and really pushing my um, my culinary pursuits. Yeah. Um, and so I actually just launched my YouTube channel this week and put out my first video, um, The Keto Chef on YouTube. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I'd love to keep building content. I, I know I've worked in restaurants my whole life at the front of house. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a chef, but uh, I've worked at restaurants my whole life. I know that life. I know the challenges of working in a right. restaurant. And um, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that right. yet. I, I, I enjoy having nights <laughs> exactly. and, and weekends. Exactly. Um, but I, I love, 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 love food and cooking. And, and I'm hoping that I can turn this into, um, you know, an online thing. So I'm going to be pushing, um, you know, being a recipe developer and a blogger, mm-hmm. writing and developing recipes. As I was mentioning earlier, trying to develop uh, recipes around um, keto and gluten-free that are just as damn tasty as yeah. anything else um, and keep pushing that message to people because, uh, you know, people so far have seemed to really respond well to it. Um, so I'll keep putting out YouTube videos this week um, and, and throughout the rest of the next few months. Um, and my Instagram page, um, Chef Michael Keto, um, is something that I really enjoy being a part of this community and being able to share not only what I cook, but when I go out to eat, what I order. And mm-hmm. it's really fun. So kind of being a vlogger right. in, in the true millennial sense, <laughs> uh, isn't that the dream, you know, kind of being right. able to work and build content at home and somehow find Absolutely. a way to monetize right. eventually. Right. Um, but for now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a little hold on real estate and see what I can do. Absolutely. Um, do and just finally here, I have to ask: Do do people recognize you on the streets? Do yeah. people yeah, yeah. You get recognized? Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's weird. I kind of feel like I'm like looking over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I do get recognized on the street. Yeah. There's been a few uh, funny moments where where people are very dramatic about it. A, a little bit of fangirling, <laughs> um, <laughs> and not just in Pittsburgh. I, I was shocked. I was in Austin for a food conference and. Uh, at Fogo de Shell, like this, this, this guy comes like running up to me, giving really? me a hug in a city where nobody knows me. So yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a small part of me that enjoys it, but right. a strong majority of, of, of myself just <laughs> finds it tremendously embarrassing. So, um, uh, but it is funny, but you know, I know in a few months I'll, I'll be obscure again <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that. Well, that's but, where it's your turn, I guess, to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. But want, reality yeah. TV is a strange thing. It and, is. uh, you know, I, I, uh, I have a, a really positive outlook and yeah. uh, a positive, you know, I feel really motivated now at this point to kind of keep going. Would you do this or something like it again? Again. Oof. Like they have what's that uh, the the next Food Network star thing? Like was that yeah. something that you'd, you'd consider something uh, like that? You know, or? I don't know if I would do reality. I will say that it's kind of a dream now, a new dream right. of mine to to have a cooking show. Right. Um. So Food Network, if you're listening, uh, give them a call. Uh, <laughs> it is sort of a dream of mine. I, I think reality competition is a very specific beast. Yeah. And uh, I think I've had my share of it. Right. But uh. I would love to to keep going and get on TV in other ways and and have a cooking show. Uh, you know, who doesn't want to 
travel and, and, and right. travel, you know, food show and things like that. Yeah. So I'd love to see where that goes down the line. Um, but reality TV, I think I'm done. I think I'm good. <laughs> well, though, it sounds like though it was a good experience, which is, amazing. which is the best. Amazing. Um, Absolutely amazing. Chef Michael Silverstein, thank you so much for taking Absolutely. the time. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Our awesome. pleasure. And this has been the Pittsburgh Current Podcast. Again, live from the Beachview Business District at Sorgatron Media. Check us out. The new, ep- new episode, the new issue is the new episode you're watching now. The new issue is out Tuesday. And uh, we're going to see you next Next Thursday. Have a great week. Thanks again. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.